You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together, but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow system, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting and who likes that budgeting thing anyway. You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Hey, Money Bosses. Annie's here and welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. It's been a while and I wanted to start a conversation about how do we reset our finances after a major move. Now, I know that some of you may be doing these moves more frequently, and I certainly have. Actually, Yuri and I certainly have done that in our past lives, but this last move has been a big one for us, for me particularly, just because I think it um, it took us out of our neighborhoods, it took us out of our area. It's probably, if I had to think back of all the history we've had with moving probably would equate it from to the move from the east coast we used to live in maryland dc area all the way across the country to california so yeah um it's been it's been quite interesting but i'm ready to talk to you about all the steps that i've been working on behind the scenes in resetting my personal finances now because i think many of you understand that it does take financial power to make all of these things happen. So we are excited. Uh, We have a new home and um, it's certainly been 
um, challenging time because transition takes takes time on its own and then adjusting to everything. But I am I am really um, eager to kind of talk to you about what I've been doing. And so let me know what worked for you in the past um, and how are you really dealing with change such as moving, possibly maybe selling current home and buying a new home. I actually have a few clients right now who are in that process still. And believe it or not, even though when interest rates are as high as they are for mortgages, 5%, 5.5% last time I checked, and just yesterday, the Federal Reserve increased their interest rate again. So we probably should see some impact of that. But believe it or not, people are still moving. So um, it's exciting. Here's what I have been working on behind the scenes um, on for my personal finances. And I want you to take a note of that. Anytime I sit down to do a financial plan update for clients, it really always starts with cash flow. It's funny how we dismiss this simple, yet not a very easy topic um, to wrap our heads around. And, you know, in the context of overall comprehensive plan, most people think that investments are the, you know, the biggest part. And, and, And they are, right? You need to know and you need to be saving and investing, right? Because otherwise your money is not growing. But if you can't get this like basic foundation under control, then everything else is just going to be so much harder to work out. So that's where I kind of lead with the cash flow piece. Now, what I did here for myself is that I shared with this with you guys in the past. I have mint.com is my passive tracking tool to help keep track of our expenses. So I don't have to do anything. It's connected to my bank account, which has two of our checking accounts that pays for one for fixed expenses, one for variable, and then also our credit card is connected to it or a few credit cards. And so all Mint does is it aggregates your data. It pulls all of these transactions overnight, right? Because you spend transactions happen in your bank accounts or credit cards daily. So it pulls a history of everything that's going on and it gives us a nice report of where all the expenses really went. Now, I know that um, during a move, things get really out of whack. I know our eating out category went out, went up. We had to pay and still are paying for some of the remodeling items that are yet to be finished on the house because in you know current environment, for, you know, economic conditions, things are taking longer, supply chain issues, everything is back ordered. So it's like, I wish I could have a clean month where I look at this and say, all right, this is a perfect new life uh, for our spending, but it's really not like that. So what I did is I looked at the history for the last three months. I pulled out all of our unusual expenses related to the move, maybe even kind of because I know what the averages are. Like I know what our average category is for eating out, for groceries, for you know household items. Fixed, fixed expenses are also, especially around the move, when you're switching residencies, is something to revisit. Like you have to switch your internet provider. You had to, you know, uh, switch your water and sewer bills, right? You had to switch your trash. And so like for me, because we moved in a different county, that was a big change. Now, I don't think our costs are that much more, but it's just kind of, you know, one month you may have had to pay for like, you know, half a month of expenses and things like that. So these are not big numbers I'm talking about, but these are just like annoying things that you have to work through to get a clean start. So So I pulled out 
all of those unusual expenses to get a clean spending and really use that as the new projection for what our normal costs, right, variable costs are going to be. Now, I know our mortgage has increased for sure because we bought a more expensive home, so that's expected. But our daycare bill decreased, so I'm excited for that. (laughs) And it's actually just found out this week that it's going to decrease even more uh, with Liam going to the next classroom. And I, I don't know how they do it, but somehow they count every month that he's three and a half now. So anyway, that's Great savings right there. And then what I did, right? So I have this clean picture. I know what it looked like. Um, I'm not judging myself. I'm just I'm just looking at historical data and I'm setting projections for the for for the next few months going forward, right? Especially probably as we are like middle of the year to um to see how things are for the next six months. My next big uh, lift was is to sit down and review this with my significant other. So as you making changes in your life, right, especially in the household, sit down with your significant other, uh, other and have that money date. I love money dates. We need to revamp those with Yuri because again, things been just somewhat unusual um, with with the changes. But just a simple conversation is to is to review what's what's going on. Now, as we get control of our cash flow, and for us, it's everything is pretty streamlined um, in terms of paying bills, getting our paychecks. Um, so the bulk of the conversation really was around okay, what are savings targets? are, right? Because we've had set those targets before, but where are we with those savings as of now? Um, Because things changed just in overall household budgets. So we go down the list, right? What, What contributions are we making to retirement plans? Check, right? Because that really shouldn't have changed as our paychecks are ongoing. And these contributions come out of our paychecks. And then the big category for us was the taxable spending, uh, sorry, taxable savings, because that was a little bit spotty in the last three months as we were needing funds to buy the house, needing funds for the remodel. So it's like things were put on hold. So now is the time to go back and look at the goals that we're targeting, right? And if you guys remember, I'm a big advocate of looking at your timeline in these three phases. Short term, so what's happening in the next three years? Midterm? What's what's on your timeline? What are you trying to accomplish in the next five to seven years? And your long term, what are you trying to accomplish in the next 10 years or more? So so map it out, right? Or perhaps you already have it written down and go back and look at that. So if you were saving, let's say, I don't know, any number, $500 a month, $1,000 a month to, towards those goals, go back and reset it. It's really if you accomplished a big goal, this is not just a setting, resetting finances around the move, but any big goal is, is really helpful, I think, to reset your expectations that you're on track. This is internal expectations that we all have, right, of us knowing that we're doing the right things. And so we reset our targets for what our taxable savings are going to be. Taxable because they are not saved or not retirement accounts, and that's just the proper term for that. And then we also had cash proceeds to invest from from the house sale, right? So as we did this assessment and looked at our financial statement, this is a real simple one-page document that lists all, all of our assets, all of our accounts. So what's left over? If you, if you need to bump up your emergency reserves, like I feel like that's the category that I've been 
talking to clients a lot lately, like bump up your emergency reserves um, in, in, in case you have access cash or if you sold some stock, um, you know, whatever the situation is, start with some of these simple ones. And then whatever remains, invest. Right now is a good time in, out, out there in the stock market, right? In the bond market to invest because things have come down. Think of it as everything being on sale. And so whatever was remaining, we put to work back into the market. So this is kind of like a full circle of resetting everything because now um, it's going to be a little bit quieter, (laughs) although still more stuff to do and run the house. But everyone keeps telling me that that's an ongoing item. And I'm like, oh, my God, don't you all say that? I want to be done. Um, But at least finances, right, and everything that I've... uh, surrounds us in terms of day-to-day spending and paying bills to more complex items like saving in in particular places and making sure our money invested are all reset and taken care of. So I think the biggest lesson as you kind of like come out on the other end, and I want to sort of feel that way, is that changes and adjustments take time. Right. I just have to be grateful for that. Right. Like appreciate the fact that it's a change. And and I do. We love our new neighborhood. We love the fact that it is finally summer. You guys, you don't know. Like you really don't know. But we have not experienced a summer weather where it's like 80 degrees plus outside and it's warm. I, I honestly, my like probably big spending category and shh. Don't tell anybody. I <laughs> I haven't had the time yet, but to update my summer wardrobe, like literally, we lived, we love Bay Area. We lived in this sort of pocket between San Francisco and kind of San Jose, where it's the temperatures were pretty consistent, like seventy five top, right during summer, and so you don't quite wear summer clothes. So I am like these simple things make you realize how how different things are. So as this next, you know, next adventure of resetting life, it it's just like, remember that it takes time and it, it just make it exciting, right? And that's kind of my reminders to myself as well as, as, as we embark onto this new journey. It's, it's exciting. We have new targets, but I feel confident. I feel confident and I spend time looking at what's happening, even though um, there's just not enough time in a day, but that's another podcast episode for all of us to chat about. So especially give yourself opportunity to have fun, like make it exciting and remember that, you know, maybe this is a big life change and embrace it. So that's all I've got for you today, money bosses. Let me know how you are handling your finances after a major goal accomplishment, or if you're like me, starting to think about moving or had already finished that, and I will see you next time. Until, until then, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to mainstreet-money.com to get your free resource guide 
to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.